Good morning, and welcome to morning prayers. Our speaker this morning, Connie, is a member of Leverett House, so we welcome all the special guests we have here from Leverett House this morning. Our appointed psalm this morning is 94, but I'll tell you what, I'd rather read 92 instead. So let's read Psalm 92. You can find it in the black psalter in your pew. Standing, we'll read this responsibly. Psalm 92. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to thy name, O Most High. To the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They still bring forth fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Connie Yan, and I'm a proud member of Leverett House, and I've been thinking a lot about the end. When he realized that he had terminal cancer, neurologist Dr. Oliver Sachs shared these words of gratitude with us in a New York Times article published in February of last year. I cannot pretend I am without fear, but my predominant feeling is one of gratitude. I have loved and been loved. I've been given much, and I've given something in return. I have read and traveled and thought and written. I have had an intercourse with the world, the special intercourse of writers and readers. Above all, I have been a sentient being, a thinking animal on this beautiful planet, and that in itself has been an enormous privilege and adventure. I feel like I should take this moment to clarify. I'm very fortunate to not have terminal cancer, so I apologize for having brought the mood down so quickly. Although reading this article broke my heart, I remember proceeding with life afterwards with a new bounce in my step, gratitude. 
the world lit up, the walls came down, and I took a step back just to watch life as Dr. Sachs had, out of gratitude. I have a deep love and appreciation for the ability to spend my remaining time, in my case, at Harvard, however I wanted. This would not be possible without the custodio, security, and dining hall staff that has kept me healthy, safe, and fed for the past four years. These people are the only reason I have the luxury to speak with you all today and to spend my Tuesday morning in the company of friends. These people are not able to come today to attend these services because they are being accountable for activities that we don't have to be accountable for because we attend Harvard. Rather, these people are back at our houses keeping the gears turning so that our community is able to keep going, keep pushing, to keep thinking beyond what is already there. We are so lucky that we don't ever have to take a break from doing this, what we love. Thank you, good morning. I said these words to begin this talk just a few minutes ago because I wanted to share how I'm greeted each and every morning in Leverett House by our staff. Thank you, good morning. I say it back too, but it's still not enough because I tend to only say these words when I'm in a good mood or I mumble them when I'm in a hurry to book it to class. I had a particularly bad day a couple of months ago. We've all had one of these days, those mornings when it feels as though the earth has decided to open up underneath you and swallow you whole, forcing you to spend the rest of your day climbing your way back up to the top. I'd slammed the door to my room and angrily stomped out in the hallway towards the elevators. Oscar, who works on the third floor of McKinlock, saw me barreling towards him in his direction and immediately stopped mopping to look up and give me a reassuring smile. Caught off guard by his patience, I made sure to make minimal steps on the wet floor he had just cleaned. He said, thank you, good morning. When I told my dad that I was going to speak about Oscar and the rest of my Levert family back home this morning, he shared a Chinese proverb with me. To preface, I swear I did not look this up, my dad is actually just a huge nerd. <laughs> the street will be as clean as heaven's floor when each man sweeps before his own front door. When I came to Harvard four years ago, one of the first things I was told was that Harvard takes good care of you. And it has. This institution is giving me more than I ever expected possible, not just with knowledge, opportunities, and friendships, but also with time. I have been given the gift of time at Harvard to figure myself out, to just sit and think, to, in the words of Dr. Sachs, read and travel and think and write. But I hope all of us will do our part and practice gratitude for those who have ensured this possible, to give back in the small ways these staff members deserve. A smile, a high five, a conversation, a smaller stomp on the hard work that just went into preserving these hallowed halls of Harvard. Recognition, recognition that without them, none of the gifts we've been given here would exist. It doesn't take much. Try this. Thank you. Good morning. pray. God, in this moment of slowness and silence, we give all thanks to you. We give all thanks to you. Amen. Let's pray together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, as we forgive those, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Uh, standing, let's sing together this morning's hymn number 262 in your red hymnal.
As we do with senior talks, everyone's invited to the memorial room for Mem Cafe where we have coffee and refreshments. Uh, if you walk halfway down the sanctuary and turn a left, it's in that room uh, back there. It's a space where we can meet briefly before we tackle the day. Uh, as we leave this place, uh, think of Connie, think of Oliver, think of Oscar, and give thanks. Amen. Amen. Amen.